welcome to episode 5 of Cosmic Crit, a Starfinder actual play podcast. I'm Rebecca and I play Alendra. I'm solar powered, not a coward, and socially awkward. Thank you so, so much to everyone who subscribed to the podcast feed, followed us on Facebook and Twitter, and emailed us. We really love getting the chance to talk to you and hear what you like about Cosmic Crit. We want this to be the actual play podcast that people want to listen to, and while I really love it, I think I might be a little biased, and your feedback really helps us to make it even more fun and awesome. And a double thank you to all of you who have left us five-star reviews on iTunes. That's a super-duper helpful way to get more people listening to Cosmic Crit. And really, why would you want to deprive other people of this? So if you are loving Cosmic Crit so far, please take a minute to leave us a review. Also, we're still accepting submissions to our NPC contest, so if you'd like to hear a character of your own design on the podcast interacting with Alendra and those other guys, check out our website for details at CosmicCrit.com. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Episode 5, The The Hardscrabble Connection. Last time on Cosmic Crit. The group met with Sheeran, Starfinder Society representative, Chex Mix. Randy got free liquor. He seems to think that the gang fight was not an accident. Well, I guess we're joining the Starfinder Society. Andis learned a little something special about himself. We read some paperwork in Creel's apartment. We, we walked in an apartment, we saw some stuff, we left. Creel's cousin died in a mining accident? Everyone uh, say how you think uh, Chesk's name is pronounced. Chicklets. Chesk's. Check this. <laughs> Episode commencing in. Three, two, one. Episode initiated. Cats and kittens, it is time to start another episode, Right Meow, of Cosmic Crit. My name is Patrick, I'm the GM. To my left is a droid that knows over three million (laughs) forms of communication. Drew 3PO. Pretty sure my culture's uh, not that high. (laughs) To his left is a wizened old hermit that lives beyond the Dune Sea, Old Ben Jaberti. Hey, uh, uh, oh, I see what we're doing. Oh, I get it now. I get it. It's all it's all the Star Wars thing. I get it. Okay, okay. You can't say that here. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. War starts. Sitting directly across from me is a guy that just needs a new power converter from Tashi Station. Miles Walker. Good evening. To his left is a princess that thinks you're a little short for a stormtrooper. Rebecca Organa. Hello. And last but not least is a scruffy-looking nerf herder, Tyler Solo. Who you calling scruffy? Oh, how, how are you guys doing? How's everyone doing tonight? Pretty good. Oh, Delightful. Yeah. I, I almost playing? didn't make it through that intro. <laughs> it was a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> no, it's it's been a, it's been a, a, a good good week. We've had some really great responses to our first couple episodes, and we really mm-hmm. really appreciate the the feedback you guys have been giving us. We have a lot of fun, and I'm glad that everyone seems to be having a good time with us. This is, this is so so weird, but absolutely. Oh, I mean, the, the response has been great. People people listening are awesome. The people that are already fans of the show, awesome fans. We record this episode like a week in advance, so uh, 
uh, Drew uh, and Rebecca. How was Dragon Con? <laughs> Uh, that I was awesome as I usual. Presume it was great. Every, everyone else, how was Destiny Two? How, how was that Fantastic. game? Fantastic. Came out. We've been playing all week. I'm all right, trouble so, when that game comes out, keeping up with <laughs> Cosmic Crit. The show ends immediately. It's like, what happened? Dude. Like only Alindra is left. Everybody else. <laughs> <is dead>. <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't it be awesome if she's just like narrating the show herself and then rolling for herself, so she's her own GM. <laughs> and then everyone else just sat in the backseat and Alindra drove the spaceship and killed all the bad guys <laughs> do you guys want to play some Starfinder yes yeah I, I have a game prepared for you which is good because we are playing right now that's amazing yeah so let's get back into it last time awesome. <clears throat> you all got your marching orders from Chiskisk uh, the Sheeran member of the Starfinder Society and Knack you didn't feel right digging into the gang members first uh, so you suggested looking into the the dwarf who was murdered himself, uh, Duravor Creel. Is that right? Uh, poor Duravor. Yes. Uh, so remind us all, what is it that you guys found in Creel's apartment? You you went, you 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 got yourself inside, and it was pretty barren, but you found some some tasty clues. Well, we we found out some some information about Creel's cousin who was uh, killed in a mining accident through the Hard Scrabble Collective. Yeah, you, you found some legal documents on his counter. He is a shareholder in in this hard scrabble collective, and yeah, you found that his cousin worked with them or for them and, and was killed in, in some kind of mining accident. Is that right? Yes. I believe yeah. so. Yes. Yeah, and Astral Extractions is the defendant in the case. Jabert, I think we had Andis found some some printouts from firm and it was about a, a wrongful death suit uh, a lawsuit between hard scrabble and this other mining company corporation astral extractions uh, her name was Gloretta Creel Durwar's cousin yeah. indeed but the, indeed but the uh the to be continued happened after a journal was found mm-hmm. in some laundry by I think Alindra Alindra, yeah, and I really mm-hmm. hope that laundry was clean. Digging oh, through no. those drawers? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you gotta get, you gotta get right if, in there. If it was clean, then uh, the the data pad has probably been washed, and you, you know, we could put it in a bag of rice, see if it. You know, oh no, it's it's like a, a paper Spa- space rice uh, journal, you know, oh. like a little uh, a little notebook, and it really just has like you know mining coordinates and like refinery percentages, and it looks like a like a work notebook, something he might have had on him. He was uh, working, working out in the, the hard scrabble. One more thing we found out was uh, Miles. Your character had the ability to do some uh, recollection for astral extractions. Your character, who's all about taking down the man, knows it's this huge, large mega corporation, AE Astral Extractions, and it uses a ton of subcontractors like the Hard Scrabble Collective to kind of do their dirty work. Well, they're more like the funders, the expedition <clears throat> money men, and they like lease and buy equipment and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, right now what it kind of, and I'm connecting far away dots here, but what it seems to me that is possible is, you know, maybe, maybe our buddy Creel was digging around where he wasn't supposed to. And this astral extractions hired these two gang, like these two different gangs to kind of be at the right place at the right time. Um, because they already knew that Creel was coming in. So I think uh, 
we should probably figure out if there are any connections between astral extractions and the downside kings and the level 21 crew. Right. right. And so, you, you have a, a couple of things that you can look into. You've got the, the gangs and you've got the the mining corporations, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So do you guys want to do some uh, culture checks, uh, see what you know about these organizations? And would love to. Uh, call, them, call them out. All right. I, uh, Knack would like to do a culture check uh, to see what he knows about the downside kings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I have rolled oh, a 25. Jeez. Uh, and Natural that is, 20 right out the gate. And that is uh, without my my D6 expertise die, which I... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I can use my expertise die, but if it's a check to the criminal underworld, oh, yeah. all that of those are those are minus five to their check against... DC. Yeah, their DC. So, so effectively yeah, so, a thirty, huh? Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. dope. <laughs> it's awful that it was wasted on this roll because you can only recall, you know, what you you know about them, but you know just about everything out there on the street about the Downside Kings. They are they are a brutal gang. They're like one of the the worst of the worst. Really high turnover, as you know, people are always sniping at each other and and taking the the crown, as it were, for themselves. They do all kinds of illegal activities, wet work and, 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 and you know, murder for hire, kidnapping, just real awful stuff. And um, they're, they're one of those gangs that you've definitely tried to steer clear from because they're kind of volatile. They deal in, in drugs and a lot of illicit stuff. They get their hands a little that, too dirty for me. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like the perfect kind of gang to hire to do who some kind of set up assassination stuff that this po- this possibly could have been. Although it didn't seem like either of the two gangs knew that that's what was happening. Yeah, it's very possible that the gangs themselves were just set up. Yeah, the things yeah, that we I, learn I, a little about level 21, I, I wonder how they differ. Let me see if I can think of anything for the level 21 crew. Let me let me see, check my facts. All right, so I'm doing a culture check. Uh, Knack is doing a culture check to let's see what he learns about the level 29, 21 crew, 29 crew. 21. 21. 21 crew, excuse me. Uh, give them eight more points. <laughs> <laughs> I have rolled a 16. Um, I think I want to roll mm-hmm. my expertise die on top of that as well. I, I mean, I would all the time. That expertise die is so nice. And it was a one. <laughs> so a 17, <laughs> 17 overall. However, again, un- uh, underworld. So I get yeah. a plus five to that. Yeah, so just recalling, I don't know if you've ever worked with them before. They they're a gang, and and they do you know smuggling and fencing and all kinds of you know racketeering kind of jobs around the station. But they really kind of contain themselves to level twenty one of the spike. So it was definitely odd. The the first thing you thought of when you saw them fighting in Doc ninety four is like, what are what's level twenty one doing up here? Uh, one one other thing that you know about the level twenty one crew is you're pretty sure the current leader is. Isoki, someone that you've not necessarily met before, but you know of them by by reputation. Maybe maybe someone you might have some pull with. Hmm. Hmm. So I I think kind of putting everything together, maybe Edris would say to the group, you know, we have a few paths we could possibly go down. It seems we can confront these gangs correctly, or maybe ask a few questions about these corporations that our our friend Creel was supposedly involved with. Which, how we tackle them and in what order, we should probably put to a vote or figure out. It well, is still, I'll, I'll remind you, 
kind of uh, earlier in the day. It's uh, maybe a few hours after midday. To reiterate what Nax said, I feel like they're 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 small potatoes. They're not going to be getting involved in something like this, and it's very possible that if any part of Astral Extractions was involved, they may have hired both gangs, not caring that they were rivals or might have had a skirmish. So they might have hired them both to do the same job and they came across one another. So, Ramy, right. you just know the corporate culture. They will hire all anyway. kinds of muscle to do, yeah, dirty work, basically, to uh, to crack heads and intimidate people. And uh, whether it's a gang or, you know, uh, private soldiers, mercenaries, the corporations that exist in the pack worlds are almost as strong as some planetary governments. It's, it's also right. possible that they hired both gangs knowing that they would both be yeah. involved in the same fight so that they could kill Creel with with make it look like an accident. Yeah, like cross, uh, out. yeah, and I think that's what Edris is thinking. I think if we were to go down and confront the gangs and get proof that they were hired by this corporation, because eventually like if we were going to level, you know, any accusations at this corporation, we should have proof that they hired these gangs or information well, that I, we I, get I, directly yeah. from the gang. My my feeling is there won't be any sort of contract or anything. It, it'll be a cash deal. These guys aren't going to be, yeah. you know, employees. So I, I feel like if we go that route, we might end up losing time. Whereas if we go straight, you know, looking for mm. members uh, associated with the corporation, if we uh, – I want to do a culture check to see if, if Raimi knew of anyone affiliated or connected to – Astral projections uh, at Absalon Station. I have, I have extractions. I have an idea while you're while you're rolling that check as well. It's possible we might be able to go down. Uh, I'm not going to say bust a few heads uh, amongst some of these crew, but let's say we let it slip to 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 maybe a, a capo or some, some one of the higher level members that you know. I think this corporation might have hired you and another crew to fight each other. So they're your people's bodies, your the lives of your compatriots are on their dime on both sides of things. We might be able to play them against the corporation to get them to give up information. Even though that's dangerous that killed like half of them. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. <laughs> uh, Raymond's going to roll on wait, that's a good That's a good question. Uh, which did we kill all of? All of the members of one of the death squads. We killed all of the members of both of the death squads. <laughs> no, no, no. There was a, a single guy that got away on both sides. Actually, level twenty-one and downside. Maybe mm. we want to not. Uh, maybe we want to not go down that crew, <laughs> that crew yet. I, mean, I I think we're gonna. So, I mean, just my thinking, not only as as I mean, as the Edris is probably thinking the same thing, but also just me as a player is just. We eventually, I mean, we're going to have to confront these gangs. It's just my thought. I mean, we can check out these corporations, but they're already tied up in a suit. I doubt that. I mean, I can't imagine anything that we're going to say it's, that's going to get them to release right. information. I, I, don't, I was like, I don't oh, yeah, I hired a gang talking. to assassinate it's, it's, a guy. It's, it's, it's early in the day. We we might be able to to get in to, to see somebody in these corporations or at least see if we can get Raimi to a computer to uh, oh, yeah. to see what we can figure out. Raimi, do you know anything about Astral Extractions? That uh, that might help well, as us. Far, as far as the the company itself, they're one of the bigger ones. They have they have their fingers in many many pies. They are they have shell corporations upon shell corporations, and I know that the the company that they were they were using uh, that was it uh, Creel's cousin died. 
Loretta. Yeah, Loretta. So she died, yeah, in, in a mining accident. And, and you've read through the, the paperwork from the lawyers. And the main thing that Hard Scrabble Collective was arguing for their lawyers uh, was that there were unsafe conditions. And that was, you know, because Astral Extractions was cutting corners or maybe didn't do everything they could to keep up like maintenance on the equipment and it, it was basically a wrongful death suit yeah and it's it's making more and more sense as to why the starfighter society asked me because they know the, these these kind of cases are my bread and butter i don't know why they didn't out and say it but so i will say that this team while uh helped uh brought together by the the, the fixer blex forben it it was actually requested by duravor creel Oh, I mean, he was going to be your trainer. He was the one shepherding you into the society. Hmm. All five. Interesting. So it's probably very likely that this is exactly what he wanted us to investigate. So, I mean, I, I would agree. I agree. I would agree with Nack. I would agree with Drew here that there's still daylight. You know, I think if uh, if th this is Ramy and Nack's bread and butter, let's check out the corporations and see what they're saying before heading down into less savory territory. Can, can we what do what exactly one... are you hoping to ask the corporations? I just feel like we have far less leverage with them than we would with these gang members that we almost, I mean, that we defeated. They mm -hmm. probably are very intimidated by us. Um, add to that the fact that the level 21 crew has an Isoki leader and that could potentially have some leverage there, um, some influence. I, I, I'm just not sure why, like, what are we hoping to glean from the corporations? Well, I agree with Alindra here. Mm -hmm. This seems to be a case where we need to tread with caution before we start to level accusations at powerful interests. Andis, why don't you give me a computer's check to see if you can't find out some information? The it, It's very easy to find astral extractions. They actually have... Oh boy, in 24 phone computers. Mm. Astral Extractions has a publicly listed address, uh, you know, a, a few floors of an office building, a spire, uh, the Blue Spire downtown. But Hard Scrabble Collective is actually, uh, it seems very difficult to get a hold of. They do not have an office on Absalom Station. They have like a home office back on a planetoid in the diaspora, but they do have a representative in the armada they, they have like a uh, representative mm -hmm. ship in the fleet that kind of surrounds absalom station so i mean you can uh with that 24 computers check track this ship down and just send them a vid you know call them on the the phone okay so i mean that that would be something you can do most anytime but uh, a, a fast a fast investigation if you want to talk to someone at hard scrabble all right, so if we just wanted to reach out and and just like like you know open a line and just get get us get a quick statement from them, we could do yeah, that. find out. Okay. I mean, you yes. can dig up some information if you want. Um, so is that what you would like to do? I think well, that would be especially smart because it is unlikely that they know of Creel's demise, and since he was involved in the company, it might be something that if we make them aware, it could rattle a cage or two. I say we see what we can, what we can just discover before we reveal our trump card if you will just to make sure that we that we hang on to as much information as we can until we need to use it correct the uh the gangs are unlikely to report back to their patrons that, that, yeah, that there I, has been a that there has been an issue since creel was in fact eliminated if that is what is happening here 
I I have a I have another another option that we might be able to use. Um, I I have a in on on my person a vocal modulator, so I can sound like someone that I have heard speaking before. I believe mm. might need a rules check on that. Could uh, we do I mean, it? That, that that's the basis of what it does, but it, it will be a video chat if you want to. What's gonna say to the ship? I was gonna say, could we do an audio only? <laughs> I could pretend <laughs> to be Creel and see what information we can get. I don't even know if we've heard Creel talk. Can we can we go get Creel's body and then just string up like a sort of like puppet system? <laughs> yes, and, uh, this is a great idea. Him. Yes, well, <laughs> this is very good. How about you just put one of these into effect and we, we get to? All right, let's uh, let's, let's let's just let's just call them. We'll we'll find we'll we'll find out what they know all right uh all right i, I patched them through yeah so it's a a, a dwarven miner named lurgs who who handles contracts and, and talking to people for the hard scrabble um and he's out in the armada like i said it is five creds to make this vid call well fuck that oh. <laughs> prunk that <laughs> who yeah five creds uh if you all chipped in it would be one cred each <laughs> just like the i'll call the five creds subtracting five creds from his sheet Ramy taps his cred stick on the data terminal and yeah you're able to pull up his uh, you track down his ship the star hammer and you get him on the line and you know a very dirty dwarf in, in coveralls comes on his I have reached Lurg's meteor fist. If you can find it, I can mine it. Uh, by the way, um, when Raimi taps his cred stick, Andis looks at him very apologetically. <laughs> he's he's okay. very, very sorry that, that Raimi had to like pay any money for this. It is a travesty. Collect calls, am I right? Don't Ugh. understand Andis's. Uh, aversion to spending money but i like it <laughs> so you've reached lurg's meteor fist who's chatting him up lurg uh, buddy pal friend uh, yeah who's this uh this is blip hardcastle i'm a uh i'm looking to do some some mining work and i just i wondered i've heard some some maybe off the record stuff about your your organization uh lately and i just wanted to make sure that everything was okay and maybe there's not something that we could do to help you what are you talking about? What what kind of what kind of work are you talking about? We we've been looking to do some some mining. Oh, you know, I better I better let one of my my associates fill you in on the the finer details of of, of what we've got going on. But uh, you better make a bluff check is what you better do, <laughs> Nick. Also, you better tell whoever you're about to hand the phone to. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> just plain hot potato. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, so we'll here, check, please. This uh, is gonna go great. So that's a uh, seventeen. <laughs> you foolish fool! He says, "Well, I, I, I don't know what you're trying to sell here, but I'm not buying it. Who is this? What do you want? How do you get this number?" Settle down, settle down, Lurg, buddy. We just, we're just looking for some information. You see, we, we're, we're a friend of a friend. Uh, yeah, we, and who's that? Uh, can I do a diplomacy check to see if I can calm him down? Uh, yeah, that's a good use for diplomacy. Uh, so that's a 16 that I rolled plus 7. Mm-hmm. So that's a, what is that, 20? Wow. I can't do math right 23. now. 23. 23. Pretty good. Um, yeah, so he, he sells down a bit. It's like, all right, well, what, 
who gave you this uh, this number? Who referred you? Who's your who's our mutual friend? Let me level with you. Mm-hmm. Looking for some information. A person named Creel. What Durvor? I believe you've got some other Creels that have been in your employ lately. Yeah, well, but I mean, Durvor is the one that, that lives here on the station. What 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 do you need to know about uh, Creel? He's dead, and we're trying to figure out why. <laughs> what? <laughs> bum bum bum. <laughs> Duravor's dead? When does it, when did this happen? Is it earlier today or last night? <laughs> that morning, yeah. Not uh, even 12 yeah. hours ago. Lurgs disappears off screen and you hear something being smashed in the background, rocks being cracked open, and uh, the, the dwarf strained grunts. He comes back on and says, Duravor Creel was a good dwarf. An old asteroid skipper like me. He looked out for us folks out here in the diaspora and and Akaton and those that were just trying to scrape by. What what happened? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. He was gunned down in a firefight between two gangs here on the station. Gangs. Oh, that's what do, uh, what do you know about too bad. what do you know about the gangs? I mean, uh, uh, that's, that's crazy. What uh, what what they have to go and kill him for? I look around to my compatriots to see if uh, anybody has any questions they think that I should ask or information they think I should get. Mm. I, team, I, team I, I shrug. I shrug. I mean, you should tell them. You should, I mean, maybe you should ask him if he knows if the Downside Kings or Level 21 crew has ever had any, any involvement with Astral Connections before. Here's the thought. Um, ask him if he hears anything else about this from anyone within his company, that he please contact us. And I, I, I relay mm-hmm. both sets of information. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he, he goes on and says, yeah, I just, that's, uh, that's out of left field. He, he was, like I said, he was a good friend of us hard scrabblers. We're the ones that put in the, the work. We're a union, uh, a couple hundred privately owned ships and rigs and haulers, and he was uh, an advocate for us, was a uh, Good liaison there on the the station. He helped us get some lawyers and, and go up against the the big guys when disagreements came up. Man, Duravor. Can can one, one second? Yeah, can you get one, one? Can you tell us some something about these uh, disagreements you've had with the uh, the big guys? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, I can't talk a lot about it. Uh, you know what's happened with the drift rock and. Uh, Astral extractions. Uh, all, all I can say is we got a ongoing uh, court case, and there's a big, uh, big boost to our morale. We got a, a high-profile arbiter to just stepped in to expedite our claims. Hopefully, settle this thing in a matter of days instead of weeks. Now, can can I do a uh, another diplomacy check to see if I can uh, butter him up for some some more information? Please do. All right, you're gonna do another diplomacy. So that's seventeen Ooh. plus seven. Rolling rocks this week, Drew. Yeah, he says, look, I, I mean, I, I want to tell you more, but the lawyers, they, they've been sending me all this info and they'd have my dwarven butt in an airlock. Suffice to say, we, we can take care of ourselves on this station. We've hired uh, more than just lawyers to cover our butts on uh, on Absalom. <sighs> Shame they couldn't save Creel, though. Ah, so, so you're, you're, you're doing more than lawyering up, huh? I, I know how it is. I've, I've, I've been around the game for a long time. Who, who you got working for you? Downside Kings, level 21 crew. I mean, I, I can get in trouble for telling you this, but uh, 
yeah, we got boots on the ground in Absalom. We hired a level 21 crew. Watch our backs down there. Ship of ours, the uh, Creon, just came out of drift space carrying some kind of unknowing asteroid. And uh, those jerks at Astral Extractions uh, think they can intimidate us out of our rights, our claim on the rock. And we don't bow down to no tough guys. If they want to start dropping bodies, we can play that game too. They think they can kill Creel and get away with it? Not a chance. So just one one, one more thing. I know Creel was a friend of yours, like family. All us hard scrabblers are. Do me a favor. Not fan. by blood, but by profession. By the blood spilled in the mines, I'm sure, too. Aye, I'll drink to that tonight. Just do me a favor. Mm. Keep keep that under your hat for a little bit. Keep that under your mining helmet. We we don't want all of this information getting out too quickly, understand? We're we're in the middle of an investigation and we'd like your assistance with that. Mum's the word. If you guys are friends of Creel, then you're friends of the hard scrabblers. Anyway, uh I gotta get back to work here and start drinking. Thanks for letting me know. Take thank, it easy. Thank you for your time. So hard scrabble hired level twenty level twenty one crew. So they must have been there because they knew Creel's ship was coming in. Which means Do- Downside Kings was probably hired by Astral Connections, or Astral Extractions, <laughs> yes. to be there to intercept. Do we remember, who, we took, learned... do we remember who took the shot that, that downed Creel? I don't think uh, anyone was able to tell, honestly, because it was so fast and, and each side so was furious. back and forth. So fast, so furious, though. The... the... The other interesting thing from that is that the the asteroid that came out of drift space that we heard about on the news when we were in the waiting room at the Starfinder Society came from hard scrap. Basically, these two these two entities are fighting over rights to go after that asteroid. But what's a Starfinder Society member doing getting in the middle and getting himself killed over it? There must be something very bad on that asteroid. Or something very interesting. Hmm. Agreed. I think we need to figure out if the Downside Kings were really hired by Astral Connections. And the other thing we might want to consider oh doing God. is... Astral Extractions, please, got you killing me. Let me try the that again. Let me try it. Kings. Hang on. I hang keep on. getting Downside oh, right, but it's Did I say Dockside? Did I say Dockside Kings earlier? Let me try that. So. Okay. Um, all right, so where, where do you guys want to go right now? Here, Here is my idea. It is still daytime. Perhaps we could look into Astral Extractions and get an idea about their side of the story. Then I think we pay a visit to the gangs. Since we know the Hard Scrabble Collective is already involved with the Level 21 crew, perhaps we go talk to them, and maybe they can give us more information about why they were all the way up in Docking Bay 94. And so, then we go to the Downside Kings. So here, here's the problem is I, we can't just go to Astral Extractions and ask them questions. They're just going to either ignore us, lie to us, or reject us. I mean, they, they have no reason to talk to us. So I, I would say, while I think they might be the guilty party, going down and talking to the gang that was supposed to be t- uh, protecting Creel might be the best option because that way we can at least see what mm. what happened, what went wrong, and if they might have an idea as to why the other gang might have been there or if they saw who might have shot him. I... Now, does does Raimi really not want to see the face of the what he thinks is the enemy before you get there. You don't want to check out astral. No, because I mean, he he's definitely interested in them, but at the same time, he's got to be smart about it. He doesn't, he doesn't just want to, you know, kick the door in. He's, this is not his first rodeo. 
I I, I, agree, I agree with Remy, if, if, especially if the downside kings are working for astral extractions. We don't want to play our hand too quickly with them, and right. and lose our ability to get information from from some of the gang members that we can maybe uh, get a little hands on with. If you know what I'm saying. Can yes. Andis can Andis recall which side of the board uh, he was murdering people on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andis was murdering the level 21 crew, unfortunately. Was I think it? Andis was uh, attacking the downside kings. Oh, was he? The right side. Was yeah. I murdering level 21 crew? Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, remember that teenager that we he killed? Had, he had a level yeah. 21 tattoo on him. Yeah, so um, just want to throw out there that old Knack had the uh, right people to shoot in the first fight again. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> He's got those I instincts. Mean, uh, so actually, Drew, you did attack someone to the west, and that was a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I missed, so it's that's an important <laughs> so distinction. Everything is <laughs> so, so it's so, okay. Uh, so obviously, uh, we hear Ramy. Ramy has a good idea. Nack believes in it. Edris believes in it. We haven't heard from Alinda or Andis. Are you, what do you guys think? Yeah, my feelings on the on the matter are that motivations are certainly important, but I, I feel like we need to start with the people who were actually there when the fight went down, which brings us to, I would think, the level 21 crew. We already have an end with them. I, I think that's that, that's almost everybody. That's a, Correct. a vote for level 21. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. let's... Can we get Let's the, head down to level twenty one? Uh, can we get the Law and Order sound effect to play right now? Chung chung dum. <laughs> okay, so you head down to the spike. Um, it's about an hour to get down there and asking around, talking to people. You find a, a guy by the name of Gubs is a sickly looking human man, about fifty or so. Uh, outside of a bar, you know, his hands have got tremors and he sticks them in his armpits whenever he, he walks or, you know, they shake real bad. He's he's half into a, a bottle of intoxicants, but you've been told, Knack, that this is the guy to talk to you to get information on level 21. So, and, and you said his name was Gubs? Gubs! G-U-B-B-S. Uh, you can, if you want to try and ply some information out of him, diplomacy, intimidate, these are these are all options at your, your fingertips, I, your tongue. I like to fly the friendly skies. Let's try a diplomacy check first. Gubs. Uh, so that is a 17, a 10 plus 7. What do you say to him? Gubs, my friend, I hear you're in the know. Yeah, yeah, I, I know all kinds of stuff. Uh, just uh, was it you need to know? I know it now. Uh, and I very obvious when I'm saying this, I'm very obviously looking and uh, looking all around to make it look like I'm trying to watch my back. Okay, <laughs> got at, it. Looking to to get an end to uh, to a group called the Level Twenty One Crew. What do you know? Oh, oh boy, I, I can't tell you that, man. You, you go looking for a fight and word gets back to me. I told him that I'm airlocked faster than you can say space station vacation, which, uh, is, which is what they call airlocking someone. Uh, can I, Is there any check that I can do to see if I have any other personal information on Gubs, like a, a culture check or a perception check or anything like that? Um, yeah, you could do culture see if you've heard of this guy before. He's kind of a, a low-level dude. He's a little obscure. You really have not heard that much about him. You've you've heard of uh, information brokers down in the spike, but maybe not him by name. Okay. But uh, he he says, uh, I mean, I listen. The, the level twenty-one crew, it ain't that bad. Is what you're thinking. They 
they do some smuggling, some fencing and grifting here or there. You got your your gambling dens, your like call service. But the, I mean, the, uh, who among us hasn't dabbled in the dirty deeds done dust cheap, huh? I think Edris would step up and say, Gubs, we're not looking to fight level 21 crew. We were in a fight that involved them. And we're just looking to ask some questions about a common enemy. I, I mean, you did not hear this from me. I, I can't tell you, but there's like a, a little place. Uh, and he mentions like a few sections over on level 21. It says, you go there and uh, you just you go and you, it's called the, what, Mama Fats? You order the Akatonian egg salad sandwich and, uh, you know, they'll get word up the chain for a, for a meetup. But you, you just, you don't eat the sandwich, you know? I don't know what's in it, but it's not eggs. Uh, can I <laughs> can I roll a sense motive check to see if the information that he is uh, giving us is the truth? Yeah. 22. So 22 on sense motive. Yeah, he, he does seem nervous about uh, making them angry, the level 21 crew, but he seems to be telling you despite it. Okay. Uh, Edris would kind of put a claw like on the man's shoulder and he's like, I promise we will not do anything to start any kind of violence or fight. Yeah, the, the guy in, in <laughs> the guy in charge of level 21, you know, they keep it safe around here and they they uh, they put pressure on bum uh, ward captains, keep the lights and the trash chutes working, do a lot of bodyguard work. Uh, what's, what's his name? The it's a Soki named uh, Jabaxa uh, is their leader. Can I, I would like to do a culture check to see if I know who Jabaxa is. Yeah, it's a pretty uncommon Soki name. So you are, without even making a culture check, you are pretty sure that Knack knows him. Maybe you've, if not met him before, you know that you know, he's been running illegal organizations for years off station or on station. But yeah, he's uh, another underworld Isoki such as yourself. So you have heard that name. Could I make a medicine check to see what's wrong with, with uh, Gubs? Uh, yeah. We Gubs. That's a netty one. Burp, burp, so nine on that. He's, wow. Wow. he's got those human organs that you've heard are not that great. <laughs> I, 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 as in parting, I look at him and I say, Good luck with your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you go down uh, to the neighborhood uh, that he, he mentioned, and you find kind of whereabouts he, he mentioned is there's a small store, like a bodega called Mama Fats in the spike. Mm -hmm. the, so th this area is overcrowded, in need of repairs. The air filtration always makes it smell like boiled meat and algae. The neighborhoods that you're walking through are pretty rough, pretty run down, but not really a slum. They're just on the lower echelon of the the, the totem pole in this Absalon station. Is uh, it so a is it a uh, through cause of like lack of upkeep? Is that kind of the issue? Yeah, just about all of the levels of the spike aren't uh, they're they're lower class, you know, mm -hmm. to be sure. Okay, so this is sort of like a systemic lack of attention yeah yeah and it's definitely i mean it's the the lower income neighborhood so they just don't have as much money coming into the the area and uh yeah it's a little broke down so a lot of dock workers live here and scavengers the ship has actually a good deal of farmers and other service workers that help produce all the nutrient paste that everyone kind of yeah. eats right so uh you you see some some markings and stuff around this area. Can some, uh, anyone that has culture can give me a culture check. I will roll a culture check as well. I think you should always do that. Uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, natural one from 
Tyler from Adros. Adros does does not know this this part of the Absalom, which makes sense. I love it. You're just such a stranger in a strange land here. I know. <laughs> Your character's it's, like, what are these humans? Uh, I, I, uh, Nack has rolled a 19 that I would also like to add 6 to. So that is a 25 Jeez, culture check. Oh man, you're just killing these culture checks. Um, so much of this game is culture checks. And, and also think... a plus five, if anything, is a uh, an underworld. Underworld. Check. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you don't you you blew this DC out of the water. You find some <laughs> gang graffiti markings on the side of this building, and all the other street art around it has been constantly tagged over and over again. But this one, this one building, it looks like it has level twenty one uh, turf kind of markings. And it has remained untouched, never tagged over. So this this building looks to be the place. And there's a, a sign uh, here on the this building that you guys can see. Hopefully on the map. Are we all on the map? Uh, there's a sign on this building that says Mama Fats. All right. Hmm. I, I think Edris would go ahead and go on inside. All right, Edris. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna saddle up next to you. We'll. Uh... Yes, I will. Uh, once we get inside, I will. Make my make our way to the bar and order this Akatonian egg salad let's, sandwich. Let's not be too hasty. Not let's let's get a feel for the room before we before we go and do anything too out of sorts. I just want to see who's who's there, who might pose a threat, who might be able to give us information. You know, get a get sure. a real feel for things. Um, Alindra gathers the group and perhaps even telepathically tells everyone that if if for any reason someone is unwilling to give us the information that we need or whatever, I I, I can detect their thoughts. So keep that in your back pocket. That is terrifying. Alindra, I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> I've got a lot of back pockets. Oh, boy. Uh, All right. right. So is everyone going inside? Raimi is, but he's going to hang back and kind of just stick to the shadows and just kind of keep it on everything. That's I'm going to follow story. closely behind Adras because he can protect me. Can you, can you guys see the map right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to be Edris up front with uh, Nack and Alindra close behind. And then Andis and Raimi kind of coming in behind. That sounds good. Okay. Let right, I me mean, go ahead and walk on inside. All right. Kind of going through the front door. You guys walk inside uh, this little bodega, Mama Fats, and you see some shelves some you know different uh, food and and, uh, and household items behind the counter is an older female halfling and she's she's uh, plump with age has an e-cig dangling from her lips and she's stalking some shelves when you guys come in and over her shoulder she shouts back she says, what do you want we don't take station credits here so get your nutrient paste somewhere else only uh, good credits spend here uh, I I uh, pull a I, I pull a cred stick out of my pocket and do do one of those little like flip it between my fingers moves, mm-hmm. and I say, "Her back is turned to you, so this uh, is this is all for you." It's okay. It's it is. I don't mind. Um, you know, I I was I was just thinking, and as I look around and do a quick perception check just to see what's going down, if I can see anything, I have mm-hmm. rolled a fourteen perception. Uh, yeah. You notice that Andis is standing outside. <laughs> And just and, and Raymond. Uh, no, you you don't really. Um, I mean, there's not much to see here. There's uh, maybe a few more security cameras than you would think would need to be in a store like this. Uh, I mean, it's pretty run down. It's like a, a crummy corner store. I, I've 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 been thinking about home lately. Uh, you know, one of the one of the delights. Kind of wanted to order a 
an Acatonian egg salad sandwich. Uh, what are you talking about? That that sounds gross. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, just look around. And we might have something on the shelf. I, I kind of had my heart set on it. I heard this was a place I could get one. Diplomacy check, if I can do that. Yeah, sure. Uh, four. Uh, so oh, uh, roll that is, four. But that's plus seven, so eleven. Okay, yeah. So she looks around and uh, sees you with some other people, and she's like, "They cool? They're cool." Uh, she pretends to write something on a piece of paper, and she just like <laughs> throws some squiggles out, and she says, "Come back tomorrow morning. I'll arrange a meetup." Can I? Uh, can I sense motive on this? Uh, yeah. Ooh, low rolls. Uh, seven plus, I believe seven. No, yeah, I mean, five. She, uh, it's a twelve. She seems on the level. Uh, as you turn uh, away, uh, she grabs your little claw and she says. Listen, I'm, well, I don't know what you're looking to find out, mister, but these are some bad men do bad things. I'd hate to see nice upside folk like you get hurt down here in the spike. You sure you want this meetup? Not everybody that you think is from the upside is from the upside. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Yeah. So she says she'll, she'll set up a meetup for tomorrow. Okay. I think Edris would kind of wander back outside and be like, <laughs> Andis, why didn't you, why didn't you come inside? I need to watch the door. Oh, what did did you see anything? Well, no. Why don't you guys make a perception check? And I'll, well, I'll tell you what you see. All right, all right. Take it easy. Keep your pants on. I just <laughs> rolled 15. an 18. Uh, an 18 for Adros and a P for Andis. Raimi's out there quietly. So again, I need... Uh, uh, well, you guys rolled over 15. See, coming from the shadows down the street, a, a couple of figures, two groups of two men uh, walking from either side. Oh, I see everyone lining up here. You go back to the counter, you. Uh, none of these sneaky moves. For those of you listening, for those of you listening, Nack just tried to sneak, tried to sneak one over on the GM so, by moving a great distance. Hold on, hold on. So I, I didn't want to interrupt, but Alindra follows Edris because, um, because he's big. Didn't happen. Did not happen. Didn't, you didn't say it before. <laughs> be polite. Okay. I love this Aww. game so much. How dare you be polite? Yeah, so you see a couple of thug-looking guys, uh, pretty beat up, broken noses, split lips, and they are wearing strong Absalon movement shirts and openly carrying some some weapons. Uh, like lethal weapons or non-lethal weapons? Lethal weapons. No, they're they're kitty cats. They're carrying armed <laughs> kitty cats. I mean, so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to see like. I, 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 <laughs> There's as carrying... long as they ain't pull, as Brother Ali would say it. As long as they ain't pulling a gun, I'd rather take a butt weapon than run. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and okay. as uh, as as Danny Glover would say. I'm getting too old for this flea. <laughs> That's right. Look, yeah, I forgot. I forgot our curse word for uh, for uh, a butt for butts. I think you could say butts. I think butts is okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. butts not okay. Butts is out. Well, so <laughs> they a, they a... saunter up to, to you and say, "Look who we got here! If it isn't the flea-meeting scum that got us thrown in ASC jail the other night, looks like that ain't huh. all we paid was worth the creds." You really sorry, think you, the, you the, can't the, even beat me in a fist fight? You think you can beat me in a real fight? It's better you get thrown in jail than killed and left here in the ground. And I'm gonna roll an intimidate on this. Oh, God. Natural one <laughs> on an intimidate roll? Come on! God! This from the guy in the $500 suit? Come on! 
<laughs> have you only rolled three natural ones tonight, Tyler? What's wrong with yeah. you? Where's yeah, I've rolled three <laughs> natural like... ones in a row. It's been really nice. Let's see, my intimidate score. Uh, oh, it don't matter. Four, that one ain't but, gonna do it. But Tyler's Tyler's golf game though is on point. Yes. Oh, <laughs> they they look at you and, and laugh, and uh, they've got their their weapons kind of ready. They're not aimed at you, and one of them uh, kind of steps forward and says. Uh, Drop your weapons and kick them to us, or things are gonna get messy. Edris would just draw his weapon and charge one of them. Ramy, Ramy, have a good line. Ramy, have a good line. I mean, Ramy doesn't really see anything. Uh, <laughs> he's not paying attention. He rolled, he rolled a freaking eight. Jesus Christ! <laughs> They're talking right to you, Miles. They're feet away. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you, I think you see them once they're like interacting with you. Are you looking at the great map? Ramy is so anti-establishment, he doesn't even care. Oh, all right, we rolled the initiative earlier, so you guys didn't have to wait through it. At the top of the order, believe it or not, is Ramy. This is a self-imposed surprise round. <laughs> so just to set the scene, you're outside the store. Three of you are, uh, Andus, Edras, Etros, and uh, Ramy. And, and these uh, these four uh, strong Absalom movement guys come up. So, Raimi, your first act, and then is going to be Alindra, uh, then Knack, both of them still inside the store. Uh, not not far away, but still inside. Uh, Edros is next, and then Andis. The roll for our strong Absalom movement. Raimi, you're first. All right. I think, so there are... There's two guys to his left and one guy to his Yep, right. they, they, they did like a little pincer move walking up and down the, the street on either side of oh, you guys. I, I see four guys. Oh, there yeah, sorry, four. the turnover was in my way. Um, So there there's one guy uh, kind of diagonal to, to Raimi's right. It's closer. He's going to uh, take out his laser rifle and just pop a shot at him. I'm going to fire my uh, Raimi's laser rifle at the guy closest to my right. <laughs> Okay, what what have you got? Uh, eleven. That is against their EAC is going to be a miss. Uh, okay, let's see who we got next in the turn order. Alindra. All right, Alindra is uh going you hear to laser go... fire outside. Yeah, so she is going to go ahead and get one point in photon attunement. Mm-hmm. And she is going to go right toward the door. And uh, can I double move since I can't hit anything from here? Yeah. So I'm going to go over to the east side where there are two dudes here. And uh, I'm trying to decide exactly where I want to go. <laughs> I'm just going to go right here. Uh, oh, boy. Next to the two guys. So. Yeah, so you, you go and, right up and see two of them. You learned something new about your phone tournament, attunement, didn't you? I did, and thank you so much to Simon for making my character even more awesome because I found out <laughs> that I do not have to have full attunement to get my bonus, but um, just a single point in photon attunement gets me plus one to damage rolls. So, so um, thank you, Simon. There's attuned and then full attunement. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, you are going towards photon. Great, that is your turn. Um, next is they are gonna go and we're gonna have this one closest to Andis is gonna pull. He's got a pistol fire at you. What is your EAC? Wait, they're, they're gonna go. It's not my turn. That is correct. That's it's why a, I said it. That's twelve. Oh yes. Uh, 
12 on EAC is going to be a hit. Uh, three points of damage. Okay. It's a laser rifle. Splashes up against you. Let's see here. This one is going to fire at a dross. That uh, fired at a 19. That is a hit. Uh, this guy has a, it seems to be the leader, has a full-on laser rifle. So five points of damage from that. Let's see. One of them that you ran up to, Alindra, is going to take a guarded step back, and he pulls his pistol on you uh, for four points of damage. And the other is going to take out his, they've got like a, a club, like a baton, and is going to try and, and hit you with it. Uh, what is your case? KAC. KAC. KAC is 12. That is just a miss. 11. Okay, so going. That was their turn. The rest of the order. Uh, Nack, your turn. Um, is this is the door to the to the bodega open or closed? Uh, it's open right now because uh, Alindra just ran through it. It's like an automated door. Okay. So, uh, but I can't see everything. I can only just kind of see what's in front of the door. Yeah, you, you can't shoot anyone from, I think, where you're at, if that's what you're asking. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Uh, uh, or or just, so like, I, I so I have moved right in front of the door, mm-hmm. uh, assuming. You can, see, you can see this guy who uh, has got a laser rifle. All right. I kind of, sh- I shrug, uh, and I go, ugh. All right, let's get him. And I cast, uh, I, I use my get him ability onto this chump. Uh, cast get him on him. Yeah. Uh, Weave so, the spell, get him! So everybody gets a plus one uh, bonus uh, on that guy until the next turn. Okay, Edros. Ooh, man, good good time for Edros to go. Yeah, except, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, so what I, I, I just thinking about it, so there's the two guys on kind of to our right, and there's two to the left. Alindra's going up to the guys to our left. I'm thinking about joining up with her. I could get whoa, to the whoa, guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Alindra telepathically says to Edros, you might want to stay away for a while. <laughs> okay, so maybe so. Just so I said, like, you see, Alindra <laughs> starts seeing Edris like move in, and then she kind of telepathically says that to him, so he's gonna trust her and just she's like, move. I'm, I'm ready to burn some fools. <laughs> yeah, just move straight. Don't mess this up for me, Edris. <laughs> so I'll move straight into melee range on the strong Absalon movement member that Nacht used his get him ability on. Awesome. And roll, roll me that attack roll. Yeah. I will attack with the Doshko. That is a, a 15 hit. on the die, so that's a 21 mm. altogether. Oh, such and a And 10 damage. Ooh, boy. These guys, they're pretty tough. Uh, this one is still standing, though. He takes a devastating wound to his chest. Doshko. We are on to Andis. In turn order, All right. Parts. So, can I recognize any of these guys as the person who put me in a headlock in episode zero? <laughs> it doesn't seem like he is. He is there. Yeah, he he made it out of the fight. I, I guess unscathed. But you see the, the weak chin guy who who is throwing insults and a couple others. Most of these dudes are human. Point me to the weak chin guy. Right over here. He's to your to your left perfect perfect to your right 
Um, so I'm going to, uh, so here's the deal. I have to make a choice. Either I'm going to track him or I'm going to use a move action to like pull out my, uh, my laser rifle. Um, you know what? I think I'm just going to move to this guy and then swift action. I click a baton out of my wrist and hashtag wrist wrist baton. And then I um, attack him. Thwonk. <laughs> That's a natural one. Well, well that was that, so, natural one for damage. You rolled a five on the d20. Oh, oh, oh yeah, right, right, right. Sorry. sorry. And uh, yeah, but uh, that is going to be a miss against his yep. KAC. Uh, we're back to the top of the turn order with a Raimi. All right. Yeah. Oh, Raimi, what, what are you trying to do here? You gotta you gotta tell us beforehand. <laughs> I said I was firing my laser rifle yeah. at uh, at the same guy. Oh, the the one that Dross is now fighting. So a natural one. Did I tell you, Miles? You're my favorite player this this game. So this campaign, so I'm just I'm so, rolling so poorly. <laughs> so really briefly, do we want to uh, talk so, about the rules? Aren't any different for shooting into and, combat well, in Pathfinder or Starfinder, right? Um, they're basically the same. It's um. Well, no. Uh, shooting into combat is different. There's there's no longer a uh, a massive negative for for shooting into combat, uh, which is something that was in Pathfinder. But shooting through friendly or unfriendly people uh, provides soft cover, which cover comes into a lot in this very ranged combat game. Let's let's uh, speed along here. Alindra is Alindra's turn. All right. So I'm gonna Go move. Alindra. I'm gonna move to the east um, just a bit. Um, I get another point in my photon attunement, um, and I'm going to uh, I'm hit this guy to the south of me. Right um, so I rolled a 17 um, plus 4, so that's a 21. That is a hit, of course. Awesome. Nice. And that uh, does 4 damage. So... Oh, I, I actually get an additional 1 damage because of my photon attunement, so I guess it'd be 5 damage. Can't forget that. Yeah. Okay, so this one is going to try and hit you again with his stick, and he does, I believe. Yeah, he does. I'm sorry, he's going to hit me with what? His stick. He's got a stick. 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 His stick. He's got a big old stick. stick. He's got a big old stick. Stick. Uh, For, oh boy, only mm, three points of damage. Lame. Minimum damage. Uh, this other one is going to step back. Uh, th- this is the one that you just cut up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's going to try and take another pot shot with his pistol and hits for two damage. A draw with this one. Oh, this guy nearly dead is is uh, step back and he brings his rifle up to his shoulder and tries to dead eye you. Natural two. Between. <laughs> it, yeah, it hits uh, Mama Fats behind you. Oh, that's not that doesn't bode well for him. <laughs> uh, you can take an attack of opportunity and this because this guy is going to try and pull away and uh, do a, a range attack on you. He's got oh, his pistol. Oh, that's a 13 to kinetic armor class. That is a hit. All right, I do three nice. points of damage. Okay. Go and this. I whack him right in the right in the thigh. <laughs> uh, say no. 
What is your EAC? Because he's shooting at you. Uh, my EAC is uh, 12. Okay, so I've rolled a 12. That is a hit, and you take four points of damage. And we are on to Nack. Nack, your turn. All right, I am going to step through the door just so I can see everybody. Oh, yeah, you got full view now. Uh, let's see if my get get em has expired has expired. Uh, but I think I do want to try to just shoot this dude. Okay, um, yeah, he's he's looking pretty pretty weak right now, so you probably. Uh, I would like to that. shoot him with my laser pistol. Uh, so I rolled a fourteen to hit. That is a hit. Three points of damage. He goes down. Okay, and Adros, the guy that you were trying to take out, Nack. Kill steal once again. <laughs> Edris will would turn around and be like, "Great shot, Nack!" And then he will move in. I want to move in on this weak-chinned son of a son of a gun. So I'm going to move mm-hmm. in right here, and I'm actually going to try something a little different. I'm going to try and sunder his rifle. He's got so, a pistol. Oh, oh! I thought he had the big rifle. Nope, that guy just died. Oh, oh, that was that guy. Oh, that's even better then. So no, I'm just going to straight up attack this guy then. Never mind. Yeah, it's not it's not going to end well for this dude. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. So big Doshko attack. Another it's... 15. Yep. <laughs> Their armor is uh, not that on great. The die. Damage. Let's see. Ooh, not so good on damage. Uh, only <clears throat> eight damage. So he's still up. Uh, but he's not doing too well. He's got two of you guys with melee weapons. I don't know. Andis was all about the melee life. On yeah, him. I like it. Uh, speaking of Andis, Andis147, it's your turn right now. All right. Andis is going to um, take a quick guarded step over to his uh, to his right. Mm-hmm. He's going to uh, use his tracking ability to mark this guy and mm-hmm. take a whack at him. Is a is that a, a move action or a standard action? It's a move to, action to uh, to track, uh, right. but it does not matter because I rolled a five. So, uh, okay. <laughs> well, just real quick, you uh, you cannot move and do that action and attack because uh, guard step is a move action. Oh, is guard step a move action now? Oh yeah, no, okay. it is not. Right. There then are I no will... free five foot steps, no mo in right. Starfinder. Then I then I will not move. I will, uh, That's fine. Stand right there, and I will continue to miss my attack <laughs> and so yeah oh i was just going to ask a really quick uh, clarifying question and is that targeting software in your little android brain that works for long-ranged attacks and melee attacks it does indeed anything that, that is, i'm uh, proficient with that is pretty awesome and it also it gives you long on proficiency is that correct yeah 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 right and which which is why i i need to be like targeting somebody if i'm going to use my long arm on it uh, we pretty, are back to cool. the we're back to the top of the order with uh, Remy. Remy, your turn. So Remy's going to swing around and aim at the guy that Alindra is facing. Uh, the one she just attacked. Go, go right ahead. What do you want to do? Uh, fire my laser rifle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trusty laser rifle. A natural five on the dice. That is a miss. Patwang. Um, this one goes off way down the street. It's a, a trash compactor. Alindra! No! Was that Nax trash compactor? It might have been. <laughs> I was gonna use that! Alright, guys, I have really good news. Oh, no. Alindra Uh-oh. is fully attuned to Photon. Oh. <laughs> oh, also all alone with these two thugs, so... What did I do? 
It is time for Supernova. When you are which... fully attuned, standard action, and what? how much damage is this? Okay, so I've never done this before, so we'll have to walk through this, but it's 1d6 fire plus 1d6 fire to all enemies in 20 feet. Or all creatures in 20 feet. Oh, oh no, I think it's I think it's 10 feet right now, but that's still both these guys. Um, wow, okay, they get a reflex save. Actually, fine. Good. So, wait, does that hurt you? No. Okay, so the, the oh. one behind you actually does a, a pretty good reflex save. He jumps out of the way. He's going to take half damage. The one that you've been beaten on, though, uh, is taking the full damage. Go ahead and roll that, that damage. 2d6. So, there's a d6. Got a three. Three fire damage. Oh, and then a six. <laughs> okay, nice. so this guy in front of you just drops down as this massive wave of fiery photons blast into him. Uh, the guy in the back takes half of this, so he's, he's still hurt too. Um, but yeah, that guy in front of you is down for the count. Great, so we have, oh boy, there's not that many left. This this one behind you, Andis, is going to take a guarded step and try and shoot you again. He hits you, but you can make an attack of opportunity. I will, I will. Damn it! Oh wait! Oh sorry, that's no. a nineteen. That is a hit. Uh, yeah, only one, one point of damage. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't it isn't <laughs> enough to stop him. He does one damage as well. It's, it's like a low, <laughs> low scoring game of golf here. It's it's a, one... a three stooges slapping on the back of the head fight. <laughs> he, he tickled you with the laser pistol. Uh, this guy behind you, Alintra, is going to fire his pistol. EAC is eleven. I rolled an 11. Yay for me. One more point of damage. Boo for me. Um, I'm uh, loving these damage rolls. God, uh, yeah. Uh, Nack, your turn. You got two uh, more, two guys up still. Uh, look at this chump standing over here. Let's get him. Okay, so the guy to the side here near Alindra. Yes, and to clarify, the plus one is to attack rolls, not hit rolls, if that makes oh. a difference. Wait, those are the same thing. Yeah, uh, no, two hit, not damage rolls. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's why. Oh, you got a standard action, so what do you want to do? I'm going to shoot him with my laser pistol. Nice. I uh, wish I had mm. a 21 uh, to hit. <laughs> one point of damage as well. Oh, one point of damage. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I Ed shot. Ross I shot him. I shot him. Guys, we toe. should really return. We should really return all these like feather guns. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Edros. Your turn. Edros will just take a guarded step up to close the gap, and this guy is now almost pinned between Andis and I. Probably does not bode well for him. But another big Doshko swing from the lizard. Hit. That's a 18. Man, wow, so many. That Doshko is doing some work. All right, what, what we got for damage? Uh, hopefully not a one. That's better. Oh. How about an 11? His head goes away. His head. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 11 damage. Yeah, so that, that was like uh, as much damage as he had already taken at that point. Dead. Andis, the <laughs> blood sprays all over you <laughs> as, uh, oh, gross. as the, the lizard drops him in front of you. Um, what do you want? Unfazed, Andis uh, turns to the remaining en enemy, tracks him as the move action, and then uh, fires his laser rifle. Wait, wait, wait. So, didn't you have your baton out? Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, you can just drop so, it. Yeah, so I could, I could drop it, but it would take another move action to pull out my laser rifle. But I track him, and I pull out my laser rifle. 
Yeah. All right. So a nine isn't going to do it, even with well, get him. I don't think he can shoot. I think he can only right. try right. to. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't make the I couldn't make the shot because I had to take yeah. two move actions. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we did that wrong twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> we're great. We're great. we're so perfect. Okay. This show is part educational, and I embrace Ramy, your turn. You can you can end this. This end guy it. is the only one standing. Definitely should probably hit him though with something. All right, so I'm gonna fire my laser rifle. <laughs> Twice. Hey! Hey, nice. <laughs> oh gosh, thank you. It's a 17 on the dice. What's that? Uh, what's that total? 20. That's a hit. Believe it or not. Technically 21. Just throwing that out there. Let's. So we almost <laughs> I'm out damage. Come on, max damage. <laughs> oh, your, oh, your, oh, your tickle rifle. Oh, God. <laughs> this guy's feeling pretty good about his chances right now, everyone. Oh, boy. Alindra. Alindra. All right. I'm going to waltz right up to this guy, and I am going to pull out my solar weapon. Oh, also, I'm going to go to photon attunement. Um, I, so I, I don't want to jinx yourself or myself but no one's rolled a 20 in combat yet and it's about time yeah we'll see we'll see all right thanks for jinxing it oh i rolled a 10 plus four so that's only a 14. (laughs) it's a 15 is still a hit on these guys (laughs) 15 is still a hit on these guys kac (laughs) it's 15 we got it 15. all right (laughs) and that's a that's actually a 10 because i get the damage bonus from photon uh, oh, beyond max damage. Nice. He drops down as well, and we are out of combat. Woohoo. Um, I know Edris would be immediately kind of come over to this guy who appeared to be the ringleader and kind of grab his rifle and just kind of look around and just say, if nobody else wants this, I'll be taking it. <laughs> he um, uh, he and- holds on to it. He's still got a little bit of life. Less than, I mean, he's trying to he's trying to say something to you, Edros. Oh, oh, Andis comes uh, just, over. Just and, Andis, Andis comes over and makes a medicine check. He he's gonna try to stabilize him real quick. Um, yeah. So go ahead and do that. You're so uh, far away from. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Uh, that's gonna be a t- uh, twenty-three on the. Nice. Yeah. So he's he's bleeding out from the most massive Doshko wound and a an Axisrak. And a laser uh, hole through his chest, uh, but he, he is trying to whisper something to you, Andis. Do, do you want to hear what it is? I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I'm making and perception he, roll. It's a 20 on perception. He whispers in your ear. <laughs> to be continued. Ah! <laughs> I'm pretty sure you knew I was going with that one. No, I, I actually know. didn't. I actually thought yeah. this was going to be important. <laughs> yeah, I, I only knew that in the last like uh. second. Right before you said it, I was just like, I'm, he's not going to do this to me. He's not going to do me like this. <laughs> it's going to be so many dying enemies. Uh, be dude, like, no. Wait, okay. please, I must tell you where the gold is buried. It's buried. E- 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 Episode six. First thing that's going to happen, Edris is going to coup de gras this guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all the time we've got on Cosmic Crit. Thanks uh, for joining us, everybody. Thank you, yeah. everyone, for being here. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Edris, out my joke. <laughs>
Hi everyone, Patrick here doing a quick introduction on this week's Crit Bits. I present to you our vocal warm-ups that we recorded right before we started playing episode one a few weeks ago. Tyler's idea here was to talk to everyone in character so they would feel relaxed and ready to play. We kind of diverge into a few tangents, but it's a fun listen, so here it is. Take it away, Tyler. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. This is what we'd call on a DVD a a special feature. These are vocal warm-ups before our very first. There's nothing special about this feature. Oofa doofa. Tyler, take us away. Or should I say, Edras? Thank you. Uh, yeah, so basically the idea here is to do character voice warm-ups. I'll just be asking you some generic questions, and you'll respond in character as if Edris was maybe talking to you. So why don't I start with Eeny Meeny? I'll start with Nack. Um, I, I like I like this Edris voice, but just I, I, all I can think of is Tyler with like a dad mustache. <laughs> like oh. 20, 20 more years. <laughs> Go this to your room. room. All this right, is what uh, I like after a few so I've got this uh, Yosoki, this rat folk in front of me. Tell us your name. Uh, my name is Nax Sizrak. And Nax, Nax Sizrak, where are you from? I was born on a little planet called Akaton. Yes, lovely Akaton. Red world, beautiful world. When you can find something to eat. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet it must have been difficult, especially for Yosoki. You usually have large families. Did you have a large family? Well, I had uh, a brother, a sister, a cousin, another brother, another sister, two sisters, three more brothers. What are all their names and ages? Go. We could talk about this for hours, but I <laughs> think you've have, got more important things to talk to me about. Don't listen to the omnipotent presence in the room. You know, you should uh, And how old are you? Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. You know, age is an interesting concept when it comes to interplanetary travel. You've got all sorts of uh, on planet ages, you've got one planet its year lasts six years. You got another planet its year lasts a hundred years. You got a one planet whose year lasts half a year. But what's a year to begin with? That's the question I have for you. Uh, all right, then go by Absalom Absalom Station Reckoning. That's not really important. You've got all my documentation in front of me. You. you don't really need it. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, uh, what what weapon do you prefer in combat? You know, that's a good question. See, the most important weapon it might be a knife on your side. It might be a pistol or a rifle. Or something like that. But you know that the most important part of anyone's arsenal is right up here. Their mind. You see, what the mind <laughs> could do Are you tapping your head right now? <laughs> I, did it pick up on the microphone? Because I hope it did. <laughs> you got, 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 really got to Wang Chung yourself in the temple. Hold on, let me do it. Let me, let me example. <laughs> oh, God. Like this. Like, like this. <laughs> okay, okay. What if I, what if I, what if I did? All right, let me take the bone. Let me take, let me take it again. Let me take it again. Oh, no, don't do it. But the most important, the most important. Oh, gosh. Right up here. Did that work? Is that too loud? All right. Too we, loud? We need, that, that reads. That reads. We need to move on All to right. another character because this is All right. going to be a ton faster. Uh, uh, I've got in front of me, uh, let's see, it was an Android mechanic from Absalom Station. What's your name? Greetings. Andis has arrived. Andis, huh? And uh, right. what version are you, Andis? Designate. One four seven. Andis, where were you originally built? That is a fabulous question. One that I would dearly like to know the answer to, but alas, uh, I do not. I sounds like there's a re- sounds like there's a really interesting backstory there. Ending oh, the sentence with a proposition. I don't think he's an android at all. He's human. <laughs> he's like all of us. Oh God, <laughs> we found uh, you out. Andis, I see you've been working at Absalom as a mechanic. How long have you been working as a mechanic? Oh, I expect at this point it's been about 14 years here on Absalom. You are, you self-taught? Of, are you uh, self-taught or did you learn from a uh, 
a master. Indeed. How do I say? Yes, self-taught. Let's go. Good, I admire someone who uh, is willing to pick up the tools and figure things out for themselves. And how long have you been in Absalom Station, or were you, and, uh, were you stationed somewhere else besides here in Absalom? Yes, I'm a recent arrival to Absalom, relatively speaking, and so I suppose you could say I was stationed somewhere else. Cool. I'd prefer not to talk about that. Oh, that's fine. I don't want to get too personal here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anytime. And uh, what are your combat expertise? Endus is well-versed in many in, in many types of combat. Uh, uh. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very... Oh, that's a, that's a very, that's very, that's very, Mr. Roboto. That's, uh, oh, that's very... You, like I, you just said that you don't want to get into personal things, and now you're asking me to uh. f*** you. I just, I'm uh, just saying. I guess I'm sorry I, like I had to. I'm, I'm just saying I like the way that your bone horns come off of that head. <laughs> Time to move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Andis. Uh, oh, I've got a... I see a human technomancer. What's your name? It's Raimi. Raimi. And Raimi, what planet are you originally from? Don't even know that. All right. Silent type. Not are you silent. Cur- just need to know basis, man. You know this. We've worked together. Come on. Well, okay. Need to know basis. I don't think Miles uh, remembers. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do know, but like uh, his whole I don't thing know where from. people don't know where he's from. That's fine. Then out of character, tell us where your character's from. Oh, versus. Yeah. Versus. I, I would say versus. Is it verses or versus? I would th- say verses. Yeah, verses. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Verses is fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't give a uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> um, Rami, Rami, uh, what's what are some of your Ramey. favorite hobbies? Rami, damn it! I like I like the director. The entire time. Yep, Rami. Rami, what are some of your favorite hobbies? I like collecting music from different cultures. Hmm. Any culture in particular that you're enjoying right now? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Lashunta have a really cool like folk punk fusion that I'm getting into. What's it called? Mumford and Sons. <laughs> 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 oh, I hate them so much. Oh. Andis, your interview is over. Get out of here. Hashtag Sorry, space sorry. final. <laughs> what about you, buddy? How, how are you doing? Oh, I, I was doing great before Mumford and Sons. And and what part of the Vesk Empire are you from? I was born on Vesk Prime, uh, but I was stationed out at Vesk 8 uh, when I was deployed in the military. You know, say what you will about the Vesk. They really know how to name a planet. Yeah, all the plan. Actually, all the planets used to have very individual names before we subjugated them and named them uh, on a number system based on how far they were from our sun. That sounds kind of boring. I mean, I love you, dude. You're great, but I gotta say, well, your, your people could use a little spice. Well, I, I'm not going to disagree. We do take a minus two to intelligence, so it's very hard for us to come up with things. Gotcha. Well, it's good to see yeah. you again, buddy. Good to see you too, Rami. Uh, let's Rami. see. Who do we are? Uh, Rami. God, I'm going to mispronounce Rami, it. Like Rami Malik from Mr. Rami, Robot. Like Ted Rami. Ted Rami. Ted Rami from, uh, from uh, Sequest Rami. DSV fame. Rami. Rami. It's just, it's hard because I took Rami. Japanese. And, and so when I see R-A, I just, it's ra. No, so, just think Rami. do Rami. Speaking of, I have a Lashunta Solarian here. What's your name? Alendra. Alendra, mm-hmm. nice to meet you. And Alendra, I take it you're from Lashunta. Well, what's, the <laughs> what's the name of the planet? Well, what's the name of the planet? Castroville? Minus two to intellect, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you're from um, Lashunta La 1, uh, yes? Are, are you from Human 1? <laughs> <laughs> well... 
<laughs> stop making fun of the stop making fun of the giant lizard. Oh, we shouldn't have this much fun when we're not gonna put this out. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um So Lushunton, what what planet are you from, damn it? Well it's it, that's kind of a difficult question. Um I was raised on Castroville, yes. Oh, so you were you were raised on Gastroville. Did you move to a different planet early in your life? Yes, I, w- I was born on an alien planet. My parents ah. don't really like to speak of that time, though. It was difficult. All right, we won't we won't push too far here. But sounds like an interesting backstory as well. And I, I hear you have a special solar weapon, right? I do. Um, it is composed of of stellar energy that I call forth, and I have a cute little moat that follows me around. It's wonderful. And uh, let's see. Do you do you have any uh, hobbies that you, I think I had Modi's last album? That you have. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't hear album. the question. Because we're being rude. Did, did you like Modi's <laughs> last album? That was the question. <laughs> I'm not going no, to I'm... answer that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. No, what kind of Lashanta Mumford and Sons? <laughs> what uh? What are some of your hobbies or interests? Um, mostly I like looking at the stars. I know that sounds really nerdy, but that's what I've always loved to do. Oh, that's, that makes total sense. That when I was stationed on Vesk 8, it was very boring. And I often had wished that I was stationed out uh, into the Galarian system, actually, instead of being part of the Vescarium. So I know that I actually, I understand that quite a bit. I think it's really uh, inspiring to think about what might be out there, and and it, I'm I'm really hoping to to see what might be on be beyond the horizon, if you know what I mean. There is a lot of vast space. Um, so if you are interested in the beyond, I want to. Uh, do you ha- are you religious at all? Do you have any Do you have any gods that you worship? Not particularly, but I am um, curious about spirituality. <laughs> what the frell kind of questions you- are these? It's kind of a personal question, to be honest. Uh, they're just warm-up questions. <laughs> Chill the uh. out, everybody. Uh, what is this, the pronking Inquisition? Get out of here. So excited. Cannot wait. You guys feel loose? You feel loosey-goosey? Feeling good? Okay, so that's it for this week's Crit Bit. In our coming extra bits, we will have some character discussions, some interviews, and in-depth looks at the rules of Starfinder. You've been listening to Cosmic Crit, a Starfinder role-playing game actual play podcast. If you like what you hear and want to know more, find us online at CosmicCrit.com, where you can see our character sheets, read their backstories, and check out all of our art. Follow us online at Cosmic Crit on the Twitter and the Instagram, or send us an email, uh, a question, a comment, or a critique at CosmicCrit at gmail.com. Our theme music is Epic Song by the band Alpha Brutal. You can find them online at alphabrutal.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may all your crits be cosmic crits. Cosmic crit.